This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Emotional scene as freed hostages reunite with their families. The mother of Mia Shem had pleaded for her release and her wishes came true. As the mother, Corinne Shem, got back her baby. She had told a press conference when this first happened that babies, children, senior citizens, Holocaust survivors had been kidnapped and she was hoping for their returns. And she is one of the lucky ones. Her daughter returned, one of the freed hostages released from Hamas and return to Israel. This, as there is a report, there is a report this morning that Israel knew Hamas was plotting an attack for over a year and reviewed a 40-page document outlining the plan. This as a Hamas leader, a Hamas Gaza leader is threatening October 7th was just a rehearsal. Majority Leader Charles Schumer calling the rise in anti-Semitism this ugly, ugly spat of what's been going on lately here in our area. Schumer calling it a five-alarm fire. He's right. He did this in a Senate floor speech. And as far as the uh, migrant issue, where does this stop? New York City paying $625,000, $625,000 just to bus migrant kids from the mega tent shelter at Floyd Bennett Field. And then the kids still have to take regular transportation, but $625,000 for that. And after spirited debate, an issue that's going to be in the headlines quite a bit over the next uh, 24 hours, the House set to vote on whether to expel Congressman George Santos. I heard what you folks just said with Rita. I respectfully disagree. He has to go. It can't be a tit for that. It's each individual case. And in this case, Santos, uh, the ethics report has shown that um, 
that is bipartisan, by the way, that he's done some uh, pretty bad things and he has to go. And when it gets to others, then we can look at the others as well. But we are going to be taking your telephone calls. We see them coming in right now from Long Island to Brooklyn and around our area. The phones are now open between um, the, the phone's number to reach us at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And you can also send me a comment on Twitter at Dominic TV. So there is a report, and I'll be starting with your telephone calls in just a moment. There is a report this morning that Israeli officials had viewed Hamas' October 7th plan for a terrorist attack for over a year. This is according to a report from the New York Times. Military and intelligence officials dismissed the plan as aspirational, the outlet said, and thought it would be too difficult for Hamas to carry out. I, I wish I wish that they had taken this a bit more seriously. And obviously, this is now all in retrospect after the fact. It outlined the specifics of the invasion that we all know by now killed 1,200 innocent people, the deadliest day in Israel's uh, history. And Hamas followed the plan outlined in the document with precision, following the instructions in the document that called for, as we all now know, a barrage of rockets, drones, to knock out security cameras and machine guns on the border and gunmen to flood into the country. It is unclear whether Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu reviewed the document, according to the New York Times. This, as there is an article out in the Jewish Voice just Thursday, that a Hamas Gaza leader said that October 7th was just a rehearsal. The slaughter was just a rehearsal. An Islamic group leader in Gaza threatened on Thursday in his first public statement since the terrorist organization massacred all the innocent people. And this is why I have said to you folks that once this truce is over, Israel must continue. Israel must continue with the bombing. Hamas must go. Every rock must be unturned. Hamas and every member of the organization must go. This as there, and we're about to start with your telephone calls in just a moment. There is a report as children are being released. Uh, that Hamas burned some of the child hostages, think about this, with motorcycle exhaust pipes to quote-unquote mark them and drugged them to keep the kids complacent. Children taken hostage, some, by Hamas, were marked by their captors with burns with the hot, 
motorcycle exhaust pipes. This is according to not me, not someone else, but according to family members of recently released children hostages. Stories of what went on inside Gaza. The stories are horrible. And this is what we know just as of right now. I'm going to get to Senator Schumer, let you hear what he had to say on the floor of the Senate, and we'll deal with the migrant issue. Unbelievable. What is uh, what is going on as far as 600000 just to bust these kids from Floyd Bennett Field to regular transportation, and then they still have to use a Metro card and still go through the regular system. Now, I, 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 don't, I don't know the particulars here, but and maybe it's a union thing. Why not open a temporary, a satellite school on the premise of Floyd Bennett Field to get around all of this? I understand you want to integrate the kids with, with, uh, with the other children, but this is simply too expensive. Let's go right to the telephone calls this morning on this Friday morning. Let's start with someone who I find enlightening. Uh, and a few of you, as I see, are in the queue that are enlightening. But let's begin with Robert in Brooklyn. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so, well, you know, it's interesting to mention about the horrific conditions. Also, apparently some of the hostages in Thailand spoke about that the adult men, that they were being hit with uh, electrical I think cord or something, electrical, um, some sort of electrical cord or wiring or something mm-hmm. like that. Probably um, an extension cord. Yeah, um, you know, the, um, now there was a terrorist attack that took place uh, yesterday. It's already in, today's Friday. It was Thursday. There was a terrorist attack that took place. We had three people were killed. You had a 24-year-old woman who was pregnant with a child. She didn't know a child, the pregnant child, it was the big died. The woman in school principal died and the rabbi died and the people were injured in Jerusalem. Um, now, you mentioned that Israel must, uh, they must finish the job. And, you know, Bibi Netanyahu, like the overwhelming majority of the population, you know, it wants the job has to be done. They, they told, you know, what I'm concerned about is, is, you know, Rita, she was talking about it in the first hour of the program, how you had Secretary Blinken there. Uh, basically telling Israel, you know, uh, you can't do this and you can't do that. And, you know, we, he's, he's reading in the uh, riot act. And, you know, Israel just, they have a hostage crisis similar to what the, we, the United States suffered during, during the end of the Carter years. You have an attack of 1,200, 1200 people that died. That's like 911, much worse for Israel. And he's reading the riot act to Israel. And, you know, in a situation where he has to finish the job. And you have all this, you have this pressure coming down on him from, and, you know, Biden the other day, he made that tweet where he talks about not getting into violence, you know, and, you know, Carolyn Glick, who's a big expert in Israel, what's going on over there, she wrote an article like a few days ago saying Biden is the primary obstacle to Israeli victory and telling Israel that they need to make their own weapons. They can't depend on the United States. Now, just to get an idea of how bad things are, I think, between the United States and Israel you know, you have this Spanish uh, prime minister. He accused Israel of violating international uh, humanitarian law in Gaza. And uh, the Israeli government, so that means Netanyahu, 
uh, he has the, he had the ambassador from the, they had the, an ambassador in Spain. We called him, and he also reprimanded the uh, Spanish uh, ambassador who was in Israel because he accused, they accused Israel of violating international inter, inter, interna, international humanitarian law in Gaza. You have Ben Rhodes, basically, apparently, who worked in Obama, accusing Israel of that. And Blinken came pretty close to doing that, and maybe not explicitly, but pretty close. You have a very tense situation going on between now Israel and the United States. This is no joke over here. Now, no, I, 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 I hear you, Robert, but, but I, I'm no, not I going to summarize what may be going on uh, between the U.S. government and Israel. I don't know what's happening behind closed doors. Uh, I, I, I do understand that the United States, to address your point, that the United States has said there has to be some safe areas for innocent people to go to. I, I don't disagree with that. That that I consider that reasonable. I really do. I'm sorry. I consider that reasonable. But I also want to go back to something you started out with, and thank you for the call. Very little, and I mean very little, if you listen carefully to what Robert said, has been said about the attack that happened on the bus, right? And just yesterday. And I'm very sensitive to that because uh, uh, attacks in Israel on the bus is why I was there twice in Israel years ago. Uh, and Giuliani was the mayor. And at the time, the weapon of choice happened to be suicide bombers. So someone get on the bus with Israeli people, a public bus, almost like riding the 41 on Webster Avenue in the Bronx on a packed bus, and then boom, carnage, dead people, innocent people. And to Robert's point, this happened, different weapon of choice, uh, three, three people killed uh, on a bus b- by shooting. And I, I don't hear the world condemning that incident the way that it needs to be and the way that it should. Robert, thank you for the call, and I will continue to take your calls to get updated on the situation uh, as it relates to uh, what's going on in Israel. Uh, I don't agree with everything you say, but I'd say 90%, 90% of what you have to say, I agree with. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. So before I go to John in Brooklyn, before I go to John in Brooklyn, I want you to listen to what Senator Schumer, the majority leader, had to say on the floor of the Senate yesterday, referring to, and he's right, he's right, he's right. He started out by pointing out he's the highest uh, 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 elected official, Jewish elected official in in America. He's right about that. He's right about calling the anti-Semitism right here. For example, perfect illustration, how these people tried to interrupt just, what, 24 hours ago, a little more than 24 hours ago, the Christmas tree lighting at Rockefeller Center. It's time to shut all of this nonsense right here, right here, on a high school level, a junior high school level, a college level. It's time to shut the anti-Semitism down. Schumer, on the floor of the Senate is referring to anti-Semitism right here in America, right here in New York. Listen to this, folks, as a five-alarm fire. 
I rise in this chamber today. I am speaking up to issue a warning informed by lessons of history too often forgotten. No matter what our beliefs, no matter where we stand on the war in Gaza, all of us must condemn anti-Semitism with full-throated clarity wherever we see it before it metastasizes into something even worse. Because right now, that's what Jewish Americans fear most. The spike in anti-Semitism we're experiencing right now in America began after the worst instance of violence committed against Jewish people since the Holocaust. The vitriol against Israel in the wake of October 7th is all too often crossing a line into brazen and widespread anti-Semitism, the likes of which we haven't seen for generations in this country, if ever. And that was the uh, Majority Leader Schumer on the floor of the Senate. In uh, in a few minutes from now, the next segment, I'll let you hear the rest of what he had to say. But I want to get right back to your telephone calls. And I haven't even started yet about the buses for migrant children. I, I when when does this stop? When when does this stop? Let's go to, I'm going to go to Miriam in Queens, but as I just mentioned, first let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Dominic, I was hoping I wouldn't even hear more about the Palestinian issue. I had a wonderful time at Carnegie Hall tonight. I heard a Berlin Orchestra play the first two Brahms symphonies. They were absolutely wonderful. But when I got back, I saw that Nerdine Kiswani has promised to have a rally at 2 p.m., in front of the American Museum of Natural History this Saturday. And at 4.30, she's going to lead an anti-colonial tour of the museum that sounds more than just a tour. They may try to desecrate and uh, disfigure some of the exhibits at the museum based, based on her description of, of what she intends to do. I, I don't see that happening. I, I don't see that because that will be that will be suicide because she will be arrested on the spot. That is a reason to arrest her. I looked at what you sent me, John, and just as I thought, I looked at the tweet from the the uh, council member where she retweeted something that this individual said. Just as I said last night, John, she the young lady did not say that she painted uh, the damage. Uh, on the building. She said it was done. She didn't say who did it. And th this is the point I'm trying to get you to understand. It's easy to say go arrest them, but it's right. prosecutors in the court of law that's got to make a case. And so I looked carefully at what you asked me to uh, look at, but please continue. But I, uh, uh, hopefully the museum... Th Museum is getting wind of this, and they will ask NYPD to take action again. I'm certain uh, this will probably entail closing the museum early and and putting a, a barricade of NYPD officers around the museum to ensure that neither she nor any of her protesters get inside it. Agreed. And and just like it did the last time it shut down two hours uh, before it was expected to do so. The music well, this time, it, it, I suspect it will be closed even earlier because she, as I said, she wants to start a rally at two and at four thirty she intends to enter the museum. 
Good luck yeah. with that. And right. I think the same way. Listen, I'm not I'm not for police officers being injured, but I think that the same way that the NYPD would not allow those protesters, if that's what we're calling them, to get near the uh, Christmas tree lighting. I think the same thing is going to happen at the Museum of uh, Natural History. You cannot have these agitators. You can call them protesters. You can call them whatever you want. You They're can't have these agitators. They're terrorists, in my estimation, con- considering what they have done already. Even her quote-unquote peaceful protest last Saturday that was a march from Columbus Circle to the Museum of National History started off with some of her protesters going into the Time Warner, Warner building and harassing shop owners to such an extent that they had to close their stores. Right, right. The one at Columbus Circle where, right. you, where CNN used to be located in. And it, it's horrible because the, these businesses, John, uh, are, are barely surviving. And as we all know, the Christmas time is when it, it decides the bottom line in terms of whether they're going to have a successful year or not, meaning making up any losses for throughout the year. And these, I'm not going to say terrorists, as you just said, I'm going to say agitators. They just want to disrupt everything about our way of life. That's what this is really about. They don't want anybody to be happy. They're a bunch of AOCs, but they're taking it uh, five steps further. John, thank you for the call and have a great morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Miriam in Queens, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, uh, Dominic. Well, as always. Oh, Marianne. It says Miriam here. I don't know why they typed Miriam. This is Marianne. Go ahead. No, I didn't know there was another one. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> well, I um, I feel that what I'm seeing now, I had never seen it before. There's a profound anti-Semitic movement in the United States, and this is very dangerous because we hear statements from people from the government, like the Secretary of State. He was not... Uh, actually, did not look to me that he was pro-Israel. Now, why Biden and Schumer have not condemned the behavior of those four women in the squad that took upon themselves to go against Israel and inciting inciting the people to go against Israel? This is what I I don't believe that the government actually is giving enough support to Israel like they did with Ukraine. What's going on? Ukraine just came in the picture, and they're not even members of NATO. And Israel always has been faithful to the United States, but we are not showing them the, the, the faithfulness that they show to us. So we got to see what we are doing here, because Biden, he's, he's not saying anything. And, and Schumer, now he says he's the hero. Oh, we have to respect Israel. From the beginning, he was supposed to do that and censor these four women. In my opinion, I don't know what's going on behind Israel should listen to the United States because they're the ones that are... Wait, some, something's going on with your with your phone line, uh, Marianne. You're still there with me? Much better than, than Ma- Marianne, you're, you're off. It's, it's like... I, I can barely hear what you're saying, Marianne. Are you still with me? All around the world. That's what I, I'm concerned about. It. United States should step aside and allow these 
these Israel people to take over of their business. United States should not state the way that Israel do their war. It's their war, and they're defending their people. United States, stay away. Right, but I, I I hear I hear you, Marianne. But but here here's where we where we disagree a little bit, and I'm going to Jacqueline in Brooklyn, in in just a second. I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. What the U.S. is telling Israel, I don't know, and I'm not going to pretend to know. There are plenty of hosts that 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 will pretend and act like they know what's going on. I'm just not that guy. I I know what Blinken is over there. It's reported what he's what he's supposedly saying to Israel. I I don't see anything wrong. I I really don't, Maryam, with with Marianne with saying that you have to have a small zone where innocent people won't won't get hit with the bombing. I I what's wrong with that? Well, I don't think it's anything wrong, but these people have shown no reliability for anybody to believe in that you know why i am so mad because they pick those children to rape and kill and behave them they are taking the wrong people and this is why i will always condemn them and i feel that israel should go and take over that place and get them out of the place right, right away. That's, that's easier said than done thank you for the call marianne and that's my point what i've said to you folks all you know you can't just say israel go and it just doesn't work like that we have to be realistic israel should wipe hamas off the face of the earth that takes time it takes strategic planning by israel which in my opinion israel is on it once this truce thing is over, let's let's see how it all plays out. Let's get as many hostages as possible. Once Israel feels that they can't get any more hostages out, then poof. I I was about to say then let the games begin, but war is not a game. So let the bombing begin. Before we take a break, let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I understand you were looking for me the other morning to yes. battle the commie <laughs> from White Plains. But I understand there was uh, a battle of the bots. Uh, yes, but, but, I, but, I, but I needed you, Jacqueline. Here, here's why. Here's why, right? So you're like, you're like Jacqueline. You're like, um, you're like my A-Rod, right? So like A-Rod back in the day when he was the cleanup hitter for the New York Yankees batting number four, right? So whenever Russ calls up with his wacky ideas and he starts going off into, you know, la-la land, I need you so I don't have to count to a 1,000. I need you to counter him. And once he hears that you're on, he's gone. So anyway, good morning to you. Thank you. Well, I, I, I rested up, so that's why I wasn't uh, able to call in. So I'm ready and raring to go the next time he does. But anyway, <laughs> what, what, what I wanted to talk about was this bill that Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis uh, managed to get through Congress. It's number H.R. 5283. That's a bill to stop Biden and Hochul and Adams from housing Ill- illegal immigrants in our federal parks. Now, it passed Congress. It's up to Chuck Schumer, who leads the Senate, to pass it. So I would personally like to urge all Brooklyn residents, especially Brooklyn residents, to call his office, 
Schumer's office to pressure him to pass it. Democrats and Republicans, everyone and anyone who lives in Brooklyn, but everyone in the five boroughs should call his office, Democrat and Republican. Um, That bill blocks the use of federal lands, including national parks, for housing illegal immigrants, especially at Floyd Bennett Field. So the answer, Dominic, in my opinion, is not to set up a temporary school at Floyd Bennett Field. That's not the answer. Get them out of there. They don't belong there, number one. Even before that, primarily, they don't belong in this country. They need to go back to the country of their origin. New York City has already squandered almost a billion and a half dollars. A billion with a B, 1.5 billion. Now, over the next three years, that could easily reach $12 billion. So people need to call Schumer. So, 5283 is the bill. I, I, I love your idea of telling people to call Schumer or any other elected official because we have to put public pressure on them, and that's one way that you do it. But but here's a question that I have for you. Now, I understand that you're in that area, in the vicinity of uh, Floyd Bennett Field, if I remember accurately from what you've told me before. But so yep. you say that you said they don't belong there, right? So if they're going to, they got to go someplace in the city of New York. Why wouldn't you want them? Because, see, I see Floyd Bennett Field as a deterrent because they, they're not going to be happy there. So that's where, exactly where they should go. So if you don't put them there and they have to go somewhere, then where do you put them, Jacqueline? It, it, it works both ways. And, and I kind of tend to agree with you. But send them to Hochul's house. Send them to uh, Gracie Mansion. Send them to Schumer's house. Send them to the uh, to the White House. Send them to Biden. All of these people that have welcomed them with open arms to flood our country at our expense. They're not dipping into their pocket. All the all the hundreds of millions of dollars that Biden and the rest of his crime family has uh, been paid off by all of these rogue nations. Let them dip into those hundreds of millions of dollars along with Hochul and Adams, and pay for it out of their pocket, not out of my pocket. Fair enough, Jacqueline. Miss, Mrs. A-Rod, I'm, I'm only joking, Jacqueline, but, but you are the cleanup hitter. You're batting, batting number four for, for, for WABC. Jacqueline, Jacqueline, Jacqueline from Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. So, Russ, if you're listening, Jacqueline was here ready to go, but you're nowhere, persona non grata, you're nowhere to be found. Jacqueline, thank you for the call. I love your idea of um, advocating and, and calling Senator Schumer's office to push uh, because I agree with you, the premise that you started with, they do not belong here, period, in America, period. Right. $600,000 to bus them to the stop and the bus stop when you're not even doing that for kids that, that are Americans. Jacqueline, right. thank you so much for the uh, call, and you have a lovely weekend. It is time for a break. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We will be right back with more of your calls from Flushing to Long Island and Brooklyn. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. 
Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And that's the mother of Mia Shem, one of the latest freed hostages from Hamas. And the young lady is now back with her mother. And what you just heard was when she received the call that her daughter was going to be released. You, you may not remember this, folks, but her mother, Corinne Shem, was one of the mothers that was out there, out front, holding a news conference. Can you imagine? Think about this for a second, folks. And this is what I always try to articulate to get across to people. So Corinne Shem, a mother like, like any other mother, private person, living her life. And all of a sudden, you are the subject of, within a matter of five minutes, you are the subject of international media. Your daughter's been kidnapped by Hamas. You don't know if she's raped repeatedly, gang raped. You don't know if she's still alive. You don't know if they cut her head off. You don't know what these animals may have done to your daughter. And you've got to live with this for several weeks, not knowing what happened. And then you get the phone call. You're in Israel and you get the phone call that your daughter's alive and that she's about to be released. What you just heard is uh, what happened when she got that phone call that her daughter, that her baby was coming home. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A number of topics going on this morning. We'll see what happens uh, a bit later with uh, Congressman George Santos. Folks, you you all know I've never been a fan. Uh, he needs to go. I, I heard some of the comments that was being made, but I have consistently said and will continue to do so. We have to judge each case on a case-by-case basis. So if I say Santos, don't go, yeah, 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 Dominic, but what about this one? Or if I say that one, don't say, yeah, 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 Dominic, but I counter with this. Each one on an individual basis. And there is no one within the sound of my voice that can tell me on the merits that this man should stay in in Congress. Unprecedented, yes, he has not been uh, convicted in a court of law. But he has faced an ethics panel that is bipartisan, bipartisan. Let's continue with your calls. Will, Long Island. Good morning, Will. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. So I don't know if you remember, like last week or something, we were talking about, you know, primarying Joe Biden would be suicide. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't. What I saw tonight in that debate with Gavin, what are these two guys doing debating each other? Why are they even debating each other? Why? Because I think it's like um, a showcase for 
you know, it's like the two backup quarterbacks in case one guy is in jail and in case the other guy is uh, in a nursing home. Did you see Biden? Well, Will, and, um, I, I, I love the way you put it because that's exactly uh, what it was, the uh, showcase of the backup quarterbacks. But it wasn't supposed yeah, to be that way. Both of them might not be able to actually run for president. That's the I've never seen this uh, dynamic before in politics. But, I mean, did you see Biden in Pueblo, Colorado over there making jokes about the nuclear football? I mean, his his mental faculties. When I hear Democrats talk about, oh, well, we didn't know it was going to be this bad. Really? You didn't know it was going to be this bad? Really? Did you watch the primaries? The man looked like he was constantly befuddled and lost. As a matter of fact, he was better I don't know what they gave him, if they gave him Ritalin or something, whatever they've been giving him. They've probably been giving him something. He was better in the debates against Trump than he was in the primaries, you know, searching for words and just telling, saying black people don't know how to parent and they need to put the record player on at night. I mean, he was just an absolute disaster during the, that during the primaries. I tell these Democrats when they try to run for cover, we didn't know it would be this bad. I'm like, how could you not? How could you not have known? How did you not know? And, and his weak leadership, weak American leadership is not just a detriment to the United States. It's a detriment to the entire world. And that's what we're seeing on display right now. Do you think that Hamas would have even thought, I mean, from the Taliban on, from Afghanistan to the Ukraine to what's going on in Israel right now, do you think any of these bad actors would have tried to test us like this if Donald Trump were the president of the United States? You want well, to talk will, about anybody in an ear? Will that 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 is a a rhetorical question because we all know the answer. Hell no. Right. I mean, no. the guy pushed the prime minister out of the way for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? The man is obviously he's a little bit of a bully. I understand that, but you know what? If I'm going to have anybody up there I, that is going to be, I wouldn't that call type him a bully. A I, I wouldn't call Trump a, a bully. I, I'd call Trump a man that knows what he wants, knows how to get it, and knows how to posture to put people in their place. I, I don't. Well, now that we've seen the flip side, we know that what we're missing now, and I think that you know, like we saw tonight, this is the backup quarterbacks, and I'm not. I didn't call you up to say, hey, look, you know, because obviously he's not, uh, you know, made any uh, mention to primary Biden. But I think he did want to show the country uh, he was a slippery man tonight. You know, he was scary, slippery, that guy. I mean, with the disaster that he is as a governor, for him to come out of that debate uh, just shows two things. One, he's a little bit slippery. He's uh, charismatic and handsome, obviously. And, uh, and, and, and DeSantis is proving to not be the, uh, the Trump light. He's not even Trump. Uh, he's so- not even diet Trump. So, Will, I, I shouldn't I really shouldn't say this uh, because it, it's a bit of a low blow. But Gavin Newsom, I remember when I used to interview him quite a bit on television and his most uh, lasting uh, uh, what's asset asset is that he's a pretty boy. And, yeah, you know, he he thinks that he he thinks that to me, he's an average looking guy. But he thinks that he's God's gift to the world of politics and that almost like a modern day John Edwards and that it it will catapult him into the White House. I didn't watch the debate. Go ahead. Yeah. One more thing. One more thing before I let you go. I do want to say, though, without what about isms, I didn't want to change the topic on you, but I did have to get this in because I only call you like once in a while. I had to say that I do not think Santos should be removed. OK. And on the merit, I look okay. at it this and, way. And you know what? I, I respect the fact that you're going to say that to me 
uh, when you already know how I feel. So, okay, so so let's let let's 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 talk about this for a second. Okay. So you I'm say he should not be removed. Why. Make your case, and counselor. Okay. Well, I'll tell you why. And in, in my opinion is this: when it first happened, I would have already known that I lied, right? If I was Santos, you knew that it was all lies, right? Now, I would every politician lies. Every politician right, exactly. will lie. Exactly. We're not talking so, about now, lies right now. We're talking about a pathological liar. Right, I He's understand. Now, however, I'm just but saying the spin that he should real quick, the spin he should have put on this from the beginning. I made an argument to a radio host in Boston right after it all started to come out. I said he should have said, "Yeah, I lied. I lied because why should I have to be a multimillionaire? Why should I have to work for Goldman Sachs? Why should I have to be all of these things in order to get the Republican nomination? Isn't that what's wrong with politics? He did the wrong thing. He hit, he put a lid on it. Yeah. Uh, he was okay. Hey, uh, will, you know, will, think, will, wait, 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 wait. See, that would make sense, what you just said, mm-hmm. if you're only playing to the public. Remember who right, else is well, listening to everything he says. You, do you know what right, I'm talking you know about? What? Pu- yeah, but public support. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Will, 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 what am I talking about when I say do you know who else is listening? Well, you know, or the Congress that's going to vote him out and expel him. No, 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 no. Not even the Congress. The feds, Will. He couldn't say that. Because that would have opened the door immediately for the feds to investigate him. Only and he was he trying said, to keep only if he admitted, wait, but only if he admitted to, you know, misusing the funds and things like that. Lying about your, your history of where you worked is not a criminal offense. Okay? So those things, when they first Will, started to come out, that he didn't but, work for Goldman Will, Sachs, they didn't do he, this. He and has, more importantly, Will, he and more importantly, he didn't embarrass- lie. He has embarrassed Republicans. He has embarrassed federal prosecutors. That's, that's what it's all about. It's that's not really going to about. be pretty what they're about to do to him. That's the bottom line. So you think he's going to be convicted? No doubt about it. No doubt about it. He was what he was trying to do was force the hands of Congress to say, listen, you're going to it's going to be unprecedented what you're going to do to me. It's going to go against the will of the people. The will of the people are going to rally behind me. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. Republicans hate his guts and because he's an embarrassment. He's an embarrassment to the entire system. The man is mentally ill and he has to go. It's as simple as that. <laughs> I mean, Will, I, really I, 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 listen, Santos could be listening <laughs> right now. I, I'm sorry to say those things uh, about him. Yeah, well, okay, well, that? Dominic, so, you don't I'm, say that about Menendez. Well, yeah, Menendez. But you know about, uh, yeah, yeah, but you ahead. know what? Look at all those guys. Not about what about us, but let's face it. You know, did he lie about Benghazi? Did he lie about weapons of mass destruction? Did he lie about, uh, you know, Russian collusion? I mean, uh, Congress is full of lies, you know, so I'm not not a what about ism, but you know what? If he played the spin properly, and like you but said, those, without admitting those, to actual those criminal. Those are policy issues. Those are policy issues. This man lied about everything about himself. Yeah, what, but think about it. You have to, to, you have to have... So you have to be, you have to have the right school. You have to have the right money. You have to be a millionaire. You have to have three apartments. All the things he lied about are stupid. You know, he was lying about stupid things that shouldn't even matter. You shouldn't have to have those things to get the Republican nomination. But Will, but he told you the truth. If he didn't lie about those things, he would have never got the backing from the Republican Party. Hey, then he would have never been a candidate. Problem. So, so the therein problem. lies the problem. Will, thank you for the call. Thanks. Folks, I've got to take a break. Dominic Carter here with you. We see all your calls from Brooklyn to California. Our friend Gracie, we're going to go to Gracie in just a minute. We're going to go to Miguel and Flushing, and we will have more of your calls when we come back. The Chronicles of Dominic Carter. 
It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Remarkable. Dozens of asylum seekers, migrants, illegal aliens, whatever you want to call them, they're battling freezing temperatures while sleeping on the sidewalk in the East Village for a chance at getting back into New York City's overwhelmed shelter system. And this is continuing. And now we're hearing the latest news. You know, uh, the last time it was picking up their dry, the cost for their dry cleaning and uh, cleaning their clothes. Now the city is shelling out hundreds of thousands of dollars to bus some 200 asylum seeking kids, 200 kids from the isolated shelter at Floyd Bennett Field. And the costs are skyrocketing. Right. So and this is not even to get the kids to school. It's just to take them from the isolated Floyd Bennett field to a transportation hub. And then they still have to ride uh, mass transit to get to school. As I said earlier, why not just put and I understand Jacqueline disagrees with me, but but I, I respect what she said. I like her because she doesn't back down. She doesn't back down even when it's up against me. She's she's firm in her convictions. And but my point is, why not just put a a, a satellite school for the different grades? Uh, right. You, you did it in Guantanamo Bay. You've done it in many places uh, for 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 the kids to leave them there, leave them there. And so we're not hit with six hundred thousand dollars just to get them to the train station. We are taking your phone calls up into the top of the hour on this Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Miguel in Flushing. Good morning, Miguel. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. It's great to talk to you again. It's, it's been hard to reach you. There's so many calls. want to call in. Well, thank um, you, Miguel, and I I do apologize for the uh, for the volume for the volume of calls. Uh, we've got to find a way to get around that. So because I get a lot of no, emails right. with, with people saying they can't get through to reach me, but go ahead. Yeah, but um, with the migrant thing, um, you know, um, the mayor just he put the city in this problem. Now they're saying they only have sixty days, and if they're not integrated, then they have to figure it out. What they need to do instead of doing that is if in 60 days they don't have the solution or they don't have family they can stay with or whatever, they need to be deported. It's that simple because we can't, what they're going to create is a bunch of people all over the place sleeping in tents. People are freezing in the streets, and it's going to make the city look horrible. I mean, I see these people in the streets already. They're up in uh, Jackson Heights. They're sleeping in banks. They're, sleeping, they're freezing. It's getting cold now. This is not, it's, it's going to make the city look bad. People that come here to visit and, and tourism is going to go down. People are going to come here and see all these people sleeping in, in 42nd Street. It's no good. They need to make a law. If in 60 days you're not integrated, 
you need to go back. They shouldn't be here to begin with. I don't know why we got into this problem. It's all the politicians, the leftists, the, this is what they do. They create problems, and then we got to vote them out and get a Republican to fix it. This is the, the circle that keeps going on and on and on. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at, I'm listening to every word uh, that, 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 uh, that you're stating, um, uh, uh, Miguel, but as I'm looking uh, as, as this truce has expired, uh, Israel's military is an, has announced that it's resuming fighting as we speak. After it said that Hamas had fired a uh, a, a uh, something at them, so it appears well, they have to they have to defend themselves. Right. So really it, so it appears it appears and right Santos, now, and we're trying Santos to confirm this, to but it appears that the truce is over. And it's back to the bombing. And if that's the mm. case, if that's the case, I want to go back to what you just said, Miguel, in a second. If that's the case, Israel's doing the right thing. You get out as many humans as you can, the hostages, and then you let it rain. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Miguel, so a, a, a couple of things. So one, consider that uh, at least it's not as, as bad for us as it is for Chicago. Imagine this. You fly into the windy city. And a bunch of migrants are there at the airport in in the lobby area of the airport or or they're putting them in police stations in Chicago. Right now, I don't know if these are active police stations, but would you want to work in a in a police station if you're a police officer where migrants are sleeping there? Would you want to do that? I know I wouldn't. And to your other to your other issue, Miguel. To your other issue, you said that uh, Adams, uh, that they should be deported and so on. One, that's in cooperation with the feds. He doesn't control that. No mayor, no no sanctuary city mayor is going to agree to that because it's career suicide. See, that that's what this was all about. Adams thought that he was, as you know, he thought he was expanding the base, right? And he's probably listening to the show right now because he, he drives around at nighttime and it, when he's not socially doing something and, and has the radio on. He thought he was expanding the base. This is another reason why you'll never see a Democratic mayor, for the most part, call in the National Guard. It's considered career suicide. So Democrats are not going to push for deporting. Uh, certainly not a mayor like Adams or Johnson in Chicago. Thank you, Miguel, for the call. Always a great time chatting with you. Our friend Gracie, now in California from Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Uh, uh, good morning. Listen, I, I hope uh, that Israel does um, uh, stop the, the truce. I really mean it. Okay, that the Gaza Strip was supposed to be land for peace. Israel gave that up for peace. But unfortunately, Hamas took it over. The West Bank was supposed to be for peace. That's Hezbollah. And at this point, they just want to destroy them from the, uh, from the, from the river to the sea. They want to destroy Israel. There's no such thing as land for peace. Israel has to learn its lesson. It's an independent country, and they're being bombed. If they're being bombed, they have to fight back in kind, or this is never going to be over. Well, I, I think, Gracie, that's, that's what we're looking at right now, and I say bravo to Israel for, if this is indeed the case, for resuming the bombing. They did this the way it's supposed to be done. 
They, you agreed to a, a ceasefire. Okay, we agreed to that. We, we're going to honor that. We're going to extend it. We're going to human life comes first. We're going to get back as many hostages as we can. Now, poof, poof, poof. Let it continue. Israel has no choice. You started this. Israel has to finish it. Um, uh, uh, Dom, listen, this is, see, what I'm saying this for is not for you, not for most of the listeners. This, the people that are, uh, the, the people that are supporting Palestine do not understand what's going on. They really don't understand that it was land for peace. And, uh, that group doesn't want peace. And I can't believe any American can understand it. I mean, people just don't understand the history that's going on. Read some history and figure it out. They, they never understand. It's called, it's called, they have a miserable, thank you for the call, Gracie. It's called, they have a miserable life and they want everybody else to be miserable. Many in New Hyde. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Okay, these three Long Island representatives, Garcia, Lankford, and I forgot the other one, they, they're they bullying him. He's a conservative. They're bullying, wait, wait, they're, they're bullying who, Minnie? We're talking about Santos. Okay, you're they talking about Santos. Okay, go ahead. And, so, uh, wait, 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 wait. They're bullying Minnie. Are you serious? Yeah, I am very serious. He's my Minnie, representative. Minnie, have, have you thought He's about what this what representative to us. And we all want him to stay. Yeah, you know, no, no, the, the voters of the district do not want him to stay. Many, the man is mentally ill. Are you thinking about what you're saying? They want Rita's show. And, and, okay, okay, a few people on, on the great Rita Cosby show said they wanted, want him to stay. That don't make them right. <laughs> that don't make them right. Yeah, well, that, that, that's a few them, misguided people. You're telling many, me no. Many, 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 with all due respect. Okay, they voted all, against Jim Jordan, all three of them. They voted against the many, education. Many, many, many. Can you focus department. on what this man is accused of doing? Can you focus on that, many, please? I understand what he did. I understand, but give him a chance. He's, he's Give him he's a chance. He knows okay, what he okay, did. Okay, many, I tell you what. I tell you what, many, I tell you what. He's going to get his chance at redemption in all likelihood in federal prison. Thank you for the call, Minnie. That's where he's going to get his shot at redemption because the feds are coming and the feds are coming hard. Very, very hard. I covered that, that courthouse all the way out there on Long Island. And when the feds come, I say this all the time, they come for real and they come for keeps. If you don't believe me, just ask the uh, former Nassau County executive who's in prison as we speak. Norman in Brooklyn, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Okay, uh, basically I wanted to comment on Charles Schumer. Uh, Charles Schumer, I, I applaud him for uh, you know making a statement uh, about anti-Semitism, but unfortunately I think he's... Uh, crying crocodile tears because unfortunately he has and his party has enabled a lot of this anti-semitism because it's coming from the crazy left and uh, all these leftist policies open borders the energy policy all of these things and and coddling and 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 giving money to iran 
has contributed to this stuff. The anti-Semitism always existed, but now it's it's being fostered. It's it's uh, coming out because um, they're not the the left is not condemning the extremist elements. I, I, I hear you, Norman. I, I'm moving quickly. Thank you for the call because I'm trying to get as many calls as I can. Um, uh, at least Schumer speaking out now. Let's go to Charlotte in Pittsburgh. Good morning, Charlotte. I'm short on time. Go right to your point, please. Say that the, it should be from the river to the sea, forever Israel. And there should be no safe spaces because what those Palestinians did, and there's no sunlight between Hamas and the Palestinians, what they did was satanic satanic torture and they're still doing it and they will continue to still still do it and schumer is allowing humanitarian aid to go over there and he knows hamas is going to get their hands on it and so did blinken say that blinken said that that the the hamas is going to be getting this humanitarian aid so they're just furthering the satanic bloodshed this is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 